Welcome to the Glow Up Effect podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Diana. Here at the Glow Up Effect, we're diving deep into mindset shifts, inspiration, and daily actions to help you thrive in your everyday. Let's get down to business and let's claim your glow up, girl. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Glow Up Effect podcast. Today, I am chatting with Denise. Hello, Denise. Hi, how's it going? This is a great opportunity to just let you give you the floor, introduce yourself, and what do you guys do over at the Girls Guide? Yeah, so Girls Guide is a platform for female entrepreneurs. So um, we really just help provide clarity and tools and resources and a supportive community for female entrepreneurs that are looking to scale their business with intention. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of information out there, but the thing that we felt was missing was just action-oriented yeah. um, info and really kind of that next step to to help support you in implementing the things that you learn and not just listening to the podcast, but actually going back and, and uh, applying the things that um, other experts share and the things you know that are going to level up your base. So that's kind of yeah. how we got started and what we're about. And we've been only around for a little, a couple of months, but mm-hmm. we love it. And the reaction has been phenomenal. We've already gotten over something like 70,000 likes on our content and awesome. um, yeah we had like a private sort of organized and private mastermind and then women just seem to really resonate with the content that we put out there and that's always been our goal is to add value to your feed and actually make you and your life and your business feel like um like you're in control of it and empowering it so so yeah that's a little bit about us nice and I'm wondering, you know, with you guys being so new, like what called you to, to start the Girls Guide? Um, was it a certain interaction, a certain um, moment, or was it really just like it felt right in the moment? Yeah, you know, um, Megan, my business partner, and I, we had been involved in a network marketing company before that. Mm. So we were doing Beachbody, and um, we were doing that for at least a year. And we were having, like, a good time. We were seeing, um, you know, mild success. But it just felt like there there's coaches out there who do this business, and they're so aligned with it and so motivated by it. And health and fitness is like their jam, and it just comes mm-hmm. easily to them. And we just realized the kind of business that we wanted to build wasn't just in health and fitness. And we had, um, we were leaning, our favorite part was the entrepreneurial edge. How do Mm -hmm. you um, help people build a brand? How do you help women sell without feeling salesy? How do you um, kind of create and establish that expertise and have people build trust in you on social media, which is like a platform Mm -hmm. where the algorithm kind of controls your life. So how can you take that power back and really have lead those conversations? And so, um, so we started Girls Dad just out of sheer necessity. We felt we got to the point where we were feeling like unfulfilled in, you know, our coaching business. And like I said, I love network marketers. I think they're amazing. And when it's Mm -hmm. it's a business that's aligned with you, it's so awesome. And Mm -hmm. the fact that you can be an entrepreneur without having to invest like a hundred thousand dollars into a business is amazing but we had to be honest with ourselves and we felt like we were moving really slow and we just felt like we were forcing a lot and pushing a lot and selling too much and it just didn't feel right so we had to we sat down with each other and kind of put that off our chest and then we're like what if we kind of try to do our own thing and focus on the entrepreneurial side and and on supporting women and not just their business growth but their personal development too Um, because that was our favorite part of the business that we were in so we started girl's side and started testing the waters and women 
really resonated with it and loved it and we failed a bunch and and failed forward a ton um, and tested a ton of stuff out and it's been like a definite effort to be able to tap into what you want to create because it takes a lot of energy to create something from scratch but where we're at now just feels so much more aligned and and I really it means a lot to me that we can help women develop that kind of clarity because it's everything it's there's you know it's one thing to run but if you're running in the wrong direction you're just getting to where you don't want to go faster so yeah I love that I love that you guys decided to kind of like stick this through together because um, I'm pretty familiar with network marketing and sometimes it's just like you become like this tribe kind of and then you're like everyone's just like I'm just gonna trickle out and like do my own thing so I love that you guys stayed together and you know you combine those passions and instead of just letting it kind of shut down and be like yeah I'm in and maybe in another life like you guys took that experience and turned it into something so great and I also yeah. want to highlight I love how you guys like really have an awesome community over there like your page is so active um, and you're building, you know, that tribe of like boss babes that are just so ready to, um, add value. And I think, um, it's like one of the biggest things that you guys are always rooting for. So I love that. Good, good. Thank you. That means a lot to us, especially now considering the fact that we're just too, we haven't even actually launched a product yet. Our first yeah. product launches in two weeks, which is kind of oh, crazy. Exciting. And the product itself, it's a private membership for female entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So that's been like the feedback that we've been getting for, from our Insta community is all about that and all about how they love supporting one another and empowering each other and just like getting value from the content and implementing it. Like we always get testimonials from women who are like, oh, I, you know, um, downloaded your freebie and then I did this, I changed my bio and I got two sales or something, yeah. you know? Or it's that's our favorite thing. So the yeah. fact that our first product is all about that and um, just serves that to a higher purpose has been like super duper exciting. And I get so excited that like I sweat when I talk. About <laughs> so well done. Yeah. Um, well, that's really exciting that that that's about to roll um, and launch very soon. I know that a lot of um, your content is around like you know like motivating your audience and you know really trying to offer them tips and tricks to to be doing versus um, putting things off. So I wanted to ask you know what are what are some tips that you have for people um, to really just stop procrastinating and just like do. Mm, totally. I think the number one thing is to um, take it like one bite at a time. So mm -hmm. um, it's hard when you have feel like you have your calendar and your to do list and your email inbox and like there's like six places where you have a to do list mm -hmm. and and none of it's really organized by priority or by definitely me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally like there's like six different places. So you always feel like you're doing a lot, but not getting a lot done. Yeah. And one of my biggest tips is to put everything on your calendar mm -hmm. and, and in one place, like every single email, like if obviously not just like responding to an email, but if you know that you have to get your boss, um, that project deadline by the end of the day, or if you know you have to record those podcasts by the end of the week, whatever it is, put it down in one place. It can be either, we like to do it in our calendars, um, and we've got a 
like a, a organization and time management product that really focuses in on that. But even just doing it, you know, if you had a note on your phone that was like where you brain dumped everything that you have to do, whether that's pick up your birth control or drop the kids off at daycare at four or, yeah. um, you know, like reach out to five potential clients, every single thing you had to do. And then you go back and you prioritize that so like you know either put a one or an a or a star on the things that like the five things or the three things that are the most important typically there's only three things that you really do in a day to move your business mm -hmm. forward so what are the first things that are the number one priority that if you if you specifically don't do those your business is going to stay the same right mm -hmm. so prioritize those first and then kind of just like treat it from like A to E, you know, A is the most important, B is a little bit less important, C you could maybe like finish by the end of the day, D is like, you know, do tomorrow, just organize it for yourself at the beginning yeah. of the week. And that is going to sit and then commit to actually crossing those things off because the mm -hmm. problem with our to-do list is that we just ignore them. And it's not until you apply the action to to your um to the things that you have to do until you get get momentum for that kind of thing. So um so organizing yourself is number one, just knowing exactly okay, what are my priorities today? Like what is the most important thing I have to do? And even if it's like the harder thing, that's gonna be the thing that probably moves your business forward and moves the needle for your business. And then you know, don't be afraid to include your personal life in there too. You know, yeah. have that Disney movie with bring out that you know, time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Like you have a life, and especially now with the coronavirus and everything, it feels like everybody's working from home, but they feel like way overwhelmed mm -hmm. by the kids and the job and then this nice and the bit and the content and this and that. That's why it's that much more important to write this shit down. If you have to do it in like a little, like, like little columns and, and organize it like that, or if you have to, um, whatever you have to do to make it make sense for yourself, but put it down on paper. Our brains are not made to be storage. They're made mm -hmm. to digest things and to think critically about things. So they're not built to just hold things. That's why we forget stuff all the time. And you think yeah. like, what the hell? Like I told myself I have to do that 20 minutes ago. How did I forget? It's because your brain isn't actually built to hold that much information. It's built to process information. It's yeah. not a hard drive. It's a computer. So you have to put that stuff down on paper and then organize your day and your week around um, what's the most important. And then, and then and just just go from there yeah I I'm a huge like making all these to-do lists and like sticky notes and then sometimes even being home now working from home I use my planner and I still have to revisit it like every hour because I'm like what am I doing and yeah. I have been in situations where like I wrote something two weeks ago in my planner mm -hmm. and I'm like I know I didn't get around to that so then I go back mm -hmm. two weeks and I'm like oh here it is <laughs> I guess I'll yes. do it now. Yes. Um, so had I not put it down as a no versus uh, to-do list item and then actually implementing it into my hours, mm. I wouldn't have had to look back. <laughs> so yeah, totally. You would have like lost it. My planner. Yeah, it would have been like kaput, gone. And yeah, that's it would have been gone like, until I thought about it six months later again. Well, we, like, that's a thing too. It's like, we as humans, like, we like seeing progress. So, like, it, like that's why, like, if we're trying to lose weight, we'd like to see the scale going down. Like, we, we just like to see that the work we're putting in is 
like we like immediate satisfaction and although you can't always get that you can get the immediate satisfaction of just crossing something off it's such a simple thing but it really does remind you that you are making progress and that mm-hmm. simple act is enough a lot of time to be like okay what's next you know it kind of like gets your juices flowing and and it makes you motivated to get to the next thing yeah I wanted to ask you a little bit in terms of like mindset, do you think, do you believe that mindset is a key player in terms of creating like a really kick-ass business? Uh, and if so, like, I know that you guys at Girls Guide connect with people who are business owners or someone who's literally like, I just launched a blog. Like today is my first day. I just released something. So kind of how you interact with your community in terms of getting them in a good mindset to keep churning out, you know, um, valuable content. Yeah, I think it's honestly the most important. Like, and that's not even just like some floofy doofy shit. That's like, mm-hmm. like it's literally the because you can't um, build a business, you can't tap into your creativity, and you can't cr- come from a place of service if your mindset isn't in the right because one, you energetically won't be attracting the things that you want. Like, um, I was on a podcast. Um, earlier this morning and, and the host was telling me about this girl who she was talking about manifestation to and the girl came back to her you know manifesting what you want to attract in your life whether that's your business or your personal life and she mm. came back to her and she was like hey like I've been doing this manifesting thing and it's not really working and she's like well how long are you doing it she's like oh I did it for like a week you know mm-hmm. and and she was like well you need like a little, it takes a long time for your mindset to switch, right? And I was telling her, I was like, actually her manifestation is working perfectly because she believes that it's not working so much that she communicated that to you. So she literally just manifested it not working again, (laughs) you know? So, so like we have a lot more power than we give ourselves credit to. And the thing is with our brains is that our the limbic part of our brains the part of our brains that's the strongest that's like caveman instinct fire fight or flight it's wired to protect us right so it's wired to keep us away from danger or pain the problem is if you're going to be an entrepreneur a lot of what you're going to be doing is going to be Mm risk-taking whether that's being vulnerable in a podcast whether that's coming up with a creative way to out do outreach with your clients whether that's getting in front of the camera for your Instagram stories a lot of it feels doesn't necessarily feel good at first you know because Mm -hmm. you're doing something that's outside of the average person or your own comfort zone and so our job as entrepreneurs is to unwire those like literal millennia of um, wiring in our brain that says don't do the thing that's scary. Don't do the thing that's scary. It's too much. It's too much Mm -hmm. to convince ourselves like, no, I'm okay. And this little bit of fear is going to get me a lot of benefit. This little bit of risk is going to put me out there because if you don't, let's say I use like the dating analogy a lot, you know, if you are at a bar, let's say, and you see somebody who's really cute and you're like, damn, I'd really like to take that cutie on a date. You know, if you just don't, ask them they're never gonna go on a date with you like they'll, yeah. they'll just, that that won't happen think of that as like a client too if you don't ask mm-hmm. but if you ask even though there's a 50 percent chance of rejection there's also a 50 percent chance that they'll say yes mm-hmm. and that's 
50% more than 100% of no, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. Than not yeah. even bothering. So a lot, and a lot of putting entrepreneurship is just doing that. It's putting yourself out there with a product, with a service, talking about what you're selling, being excited about it, introducing it, launching. A lot of it is is just going, stepping into the new. And, and if you're not in a place with your mindset where you feel like your products and services aren't worthy of that kind of commitment and excitement and energy, then your clients and your potential customers are not going to sign up because you're not even convinced that you can do it. Right. Yeah. So like a lot of times we look for outside validation, like, oh, a promotion or, you know, somebody buying something or, um, you know, like a, uh, somebody telling you something to convince us that we're worthy of ourselves or our business. But the thing is that you have to know that and you have to have the belief first mm. so you can lead the way for your customers or your team or your followers to follow. They're not going to follow you if you're literally like behind them, right? So you got to pave the way a little bit and have that mindset and that, that resiliency and that belief, which is hard to build. It is, it's hard. It's not an easy yeah. thing to do. But it's a good kind of hard. It's making your life better. It's making you more confident in yourself. It's like bringing your purpose out into the world. Those are all good kinds of hards, right? There's a misconception that like, especially with Instagram and filters and gurus and all that stuff, that everything's easy and it comes quickly and mm. it's, it's, it's supposed to flow all the time. And that's just not true. You know what I mean? Like there is flow that happens, but there's also like a sense of being uncomfortable. And there's mm. also a sense of not being sure and a sense of putting yourself out there, maybe failing a little bit in order to pivot into like a direction that's way better for you anyway. So I think mindset's number one. That's why we focus so much on personal development is that you can't have a business if you don't think that you're worthy of owning a business of yeah. putting your like gift out there mm, I love that and I love that you mentioned like those moments where you're like things are scary like for me showing up on video is really like not my first instinct um when I show up on my, my platform for my podcast, because I'm like, Oh, like, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to say? Um, but I noticed that like girls guide is very active in doing IGTVs and, um, being active in stories. So I wanted to ask you really, like, was it initially a little intimidating for you to get out there and then get more comfortable with showing up on video, um, on lives and stuff like that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's really freaking scary the first mm -hmm. time you want to puke, you know, like you're yeah. like, no one's going to watch this or even worse. What if they watch? <laughs> like, that's almost like the more intimidating idea. But it's really true that like the more you practice something, the more you just put yourself in the situation of doing it, the better you're going to be. Right. So you can't like experience like a, a gym analogy like you can't expect to go to the gym and just lift five pound weights for three months and expect to have a totally different body you know mm -hmm. like you have to go to the gym and lift the five pounds then maybe lift the five and a half then maybe lift the eight and and really stack on top of um your comfort level and and push that boundary a little bit to actually have a transformation and to feel good enough to the point where you can get to the gym and be like, yo, I can handle this. I know what I'm capable of. So, so it was super scary. But the great thing about video is that it's second to none. You know, it's like the closest you can get to getting in front of somebody. And that can be really intimidating for people who are introverts. But 
like so much of why we buy is emotional, right? Mm -hmm. So our decisions are based on our, our, especially our buying decisions are based on our feelings and our Mm -hmm. feelings come from our thoughts and people can't develop thoughts and opinions about you if you don't show up for them. If you don't give them reasons to like and trust and know you, Mm -hmm. then why would they buy from you? versus the next person you know and especially as female-owned businesses like we it's our job to tell people why you know like why like should they support you versus somebody else like um and, and that can be like a scary thing to do, but it creates such a loyalty and, and mm-hmm. such a depth to you and your customers and your potential clients. And that's one of the things because we show up so much on IGTVs. I mean, we do two IGTVs and lives a, mo- a week. Yeah. So we show up like almost a dozen times a month for people, not even including like our masterminds and our other stuff, but mm-hmm people look at us as experts, even though we're the only like a step or two ahead of people. You know what I mean? We're not, we just started this business a couple of months ago, but we do know this one thing and we can share this one thing with like confidence and excitement enough for you to be, for you to be inspired to try it too. You know, and that doesn't always necessarily have to mean showing your face all the time. If you're not ready for that, you can ease into that. If you're like a maker who's super shy and introverted and you knit hats and and you want to show up on video more, but you're like really intimidated, just do a stop motion video of you knitting hat, mm-hmm. you know, show people the behind the scenes of you creating those things that you're selling because people want to feel invested and they want to feel like they're special and they want to feel like they're a part of the process. And if you're constantly, if you never let them see that and experience that and develop that relationship with you, um, when you ask them to buy something from you, the the leap that they have to make is a lot bigger, you know? So the more you show up and the more, the deeper your connection is with your potential customer before you ever sell anything to them, the shorter distance that they have to cross to actually become a customer and to actually be mm-hmm. excited about the things that you're doing and how they can grow from them. Yeah. And I love that you said, you know, you're showing up X amount. It's not like an estimate because like you're so dedicated to showing up authentically for your community that Mm -hmm. it it does create those smaller bridges, smaller distances, like you said, which I really love. I wanted to ask you, you know, what are some of the most valuable ways you have found to like create um, this authentic community? Um, You know, is it, I don't even know what's out there, like the hashtag searching or like, you know, is it an email list? Like what has been the biggest tool for you to be able to, you know, foster this community? Which I think the worth of the time. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like we're you total favorites. <laughs> yeah, it's so fun though. Like that's it's why so I love getting like this because it's like, oh my God, no, you're real. <laughs> like, yeah. just, um, but, you know, Uh, And I'll mention the tools, but before I go into that, I would just say, whatever it is, it's all about adding value. And Mm -hmm. like, that's such a cheesy, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk thing to say, but it really is true. Like if you're not adding value to your customer or to your follower, why are you there? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like we, we forget that social media is a choice and building a business is a choice. And, um, but, but 
no matter what, like that should be your takeaway all the time, you know, is to add value to them, either like teach them something, um, you know, show them something, give them a deal, you know, just add value, make their time on your profile worth it. And a couple ways that we really focus on doing that is that we, um, we, one, we show up a lot on our stories. I think that's been a big way for us to be able to just develop a healthy relationship with our clients and with our, our people. Mm-hmm. It's just they know us because they can rely on us to be there every day. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that we do is we developed um, freebies. So we have these amazing freebies um, that we created and we poured our like hearts into. Um, we have these three freebies. One is on content resources. So, you know, different resources that we use to create content. Like you said, it's really, it can be really hard to create content and be like, you know, it can feel overwhelming. So we just put together our list of like the top things that we use to make content like easily and smoothly. Mm. And then we have a planning post freebie that's all about organizing your week because um, and planning your posts ahead of time and what to post on what day and why on that day and what hashtags to use because it can feel kind of like you're lost in the sauce sometimes and sometimes Mm. you're just not feeling inspired that day. And Mm. so you need that little extra um, push or inspo to make you feel like you um, have those pieces flowing. And then the, the last one that we did was all about setting boundaries of social media with now which now more than ever is like so important because so many of us are spending hours hours and hours a day scrolling and setting healthy boundaries and making that time on social media worth it if um two hours a day is the average amount um, um, average of american spends on social media and if you spent that time doing literally anything else like learning chinese learning how to cook um working out you would be like an expert at something within like four or six months, you know? So we just want to like bring that value back and, and freebies has been an awesome way for us to do that. And you don't have to have like multiple freebies like us. I would say if you're going to develop a freebie, figure out one of, if not the biggest pain point that your client has Mm-hmm. And then share with them the how and the like the the why you know why is that a pain point and and what can you like what kind of either advice or can you if you're a service based business for example like we are what kind of advice can you give them and then have your paid product be the how like how can they do that mm-hmm. how like if you had a webinar on why hashtags are important on Instagram, your paid product would then be a, maybe a hashtag accelerator. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like and how like they can actually implement that advice, right? If you um, have a, a physical product, like something creative, you can have, you know, 10% to get people on the email list, 10% off on your first product if you sign up for your email list. Because at the end of the day, you don't actually own any of these social media platforms. And that's something we tend to forget because we spend so much time on them. The only thing you really own is like your website and your email list. Mm -hmm. And people check way email way more than they check one, then they check their feed. And two, they're more likely to see what you have to say in their inbox because there's no algorithm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just chronologically based. So if they only have five emails, you're going to be one of the five instead of one of the 500 people that they follow on Instagram. Okay. They think that you could add the most amazing value and they'll never see it because 
for whatever reason, your algorithm or the, the amount of people that they're following that day. There's other stories that get put above yours. There's other posts that could put above yours and the value, the thing that could be super helpful to them, they might not even get to see because they don't actually, they can't find it or they don't find it. And like one of the ways that we've been subverting that is to get into people's DMs. There's like this big misconception that if you create it, they will come. That's not necessarily true these days mm -hmm. because there's so many creators out there and it's, it's pretty selfish of us to just think that people are going to come to our feed all the time. or like a pot to honey. That's just not the case. They, they, that's not how social media works these days. Yeah. There's too many things, right? So we literally DM people directly from our account on Girlies Guide and we send them the freebies. We check in with them. We send them a like positive affirmation. We start the conversation with them so that they get reminded of, we see you, we appreciate you. And here's some value that we can add to you. Yeah. And so when you start that conversation, no matter what kind of business you own, it reminds people that one, you exist, two, that you could potentially be helpful to them, and three, it establishes a stronger connection with them. So I would say showing up on your feed consistently, obviously, is important. Growing your email list, no matter what product you have, because the chance of you, um, of them, seeing what you have to say and the things that you have to sell and the value that you have to give is way higher and three dming them first and not being afraid to like bumble that situation and mm -hmm. send the first message because they're worthy of it and if you can't spend two seconds to talk to them why would they spend 20 minutes buying your product or or you know like purchasing from you or working with you yeah, I love that because I'm kind of in like a, sh a mist of all of those things um, on my personal end. So like I'm in the process of trying to like brainstorm what my freebie for my podcast and my brand could be and growing an email. list. So all this resonate with me. I'm like, yes, like keep pushing. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, you got you to gotta get your hands dipped in everything. So I hope that resonated with others um, listening as well. I wanted to um, kind of shift gears in terms of... Um, the creating content piece uh i know that repurposing can be uh, a big way that you can be consistent showing up for your your followers can you share a little bit about you know how it's helpful to repurpose content and be able to um use other people's content that is relevant to your audience and stuff like that to curate a, a helpful and valuable feed yeah, I mean, that's a big misconception that like everything you have to post has to be like reinventing the wheel mm -hmm. or custom made or um, like 100% from your brain. One, that's not even fair because there's amazing content that could be relevant to your audience that you're not sharing just because you didn't come up with it. Mm -hmm. I didn't come up with the recipe to making pie. That doesn't mean I'm never going to make pie for my family just because I didn't come up with it, yeah. you know? So like, don't be afraid to um, reuse content that really, like you said, resonates and would be meaningful to the um, followers that you do have, whether um, they're podcast listeners, whether they're um, a community, whether they're fellow crafters, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, and the great thing, and you got to take advantage of this now, honestly, before Instagram gets rid of it, is you can go into feeds that are similar to yours. So for us, for example, when we were repurposing more content, 
we would go into like boss babe or um girl boss empires or a feed that was like very similar to the aesthetic and the the vibe and the mission that we had the people the women that we were serving and we would literally scroll all the way down and look at which posts do the best which ones get the highest number of engagement and which ones get the most likes and the most excitement and the most activity and that is what we would repost we wouldn't just repost any old one or any one that we necessarily oh, think yeah. is good we would repost the one that our audience thought was good and that resonated with them and the more you do that and then and then as you do that your own explore page like gets more and more specific. So then you've got a bunch of viral content in your explore page ready to go all the time. Yeah. And you're actually helping serve your audience in that message. You can recreate it and give credit to them. You could just repost it. You could add it to your stories. You can um, get an idea and then go on Instagram live about it, you know, like, but just reuse what's already out there that matters and that makes sense. And that is making an impact already, because if it makes an impact there for their 2 million followers, it'll definitely make an impact for you with your 2000 followers. Okay. It'll be a smaller splash, but it'll be just as deep, mm -hmm. you know? And the other thing too, is when you are creating content, that you are, like you said, you put a lot of time and energy into making content last night and you were like really pushing and putting a lot of your um, creativity and juices into that. Reuse that everywhere. Mm -hmm. Talk about it on your Instagram story, post it on your feed, put it in an email, add it to Pinterest. Like literally, if you're putting already all this time and energy into making this kick-ass, really helpful, valuable, super juicy content, squeeze all the juice out of that and punch it everywhere you can where your audience is going to see because the chances are they probably won't see it more than once maybe twice mm, yeah. very few people are following the same account on every single platform and read every single thing that they do there's just too many accounts that we follow and too many profiles that we follow and people that we are interested in to be able to do that it's not like your mom one of the only people she follows is like yeah. you and your brother <laughs> It's like most of us are following like hundreds of accounts. So like, and, and worst terms are absolute worst. They read it twice. You are just honing in on your message two times harder. Yeah. You're just developing your expertise in their minds twice as much. Mm, you know, and as long as it's adding value, you're not making it, you're not spamming their feed. <laughs> you're literally just helping them learn. It takes like, I mean, how many times? times that you have to like how many multiple equations did you have to ha do in school to get it right mm -hmm. so like it's, it does take some repetition and it's okay for that juicy awesome content to show up two or two times in their feed or three times in their life if it matters to them maybe they saw the email while they were at work but they didn't, didn't get a chance to read it but then they see it in your instagram post and then you know they hop out, hop off the bus but then they see it you talking about it in your stories and they're like oh now i get what she's talking about mm -hmm. Very true. You know, so, um, so people receive so. things different ways too. Um, sometimes, you know, the format in an email isn't as uh, intriguing as, you know, just being on your feed and being like, that's a really cool picture. Like, what is it about? Or, you know, what are mm -hmm. they talking about? Um, so I really love that because yeah, we were talking about this before we even started the episode, like creating content for my feed is so overwhelming to me. And I want to make sure that every time I do show up, it's like with 
purpose, with intent and with, um, you know, a lot of genuine intention and thoughts. So I don't like the idea of half-assing things. So I feel like it's been uh, deterring me from showing up. So it's like that push and pull battle for me. Um, so definitely gonna think outside of the box and just stuff from like season one that I can reshare with new listeners that are starting to follow me now. Resonate mm-hmm. a lot with you just talking about that now. So thank you. I wanted to see uh, if you had some tips that you would give to someone to help glow up their biz with intention, someone who really wants to be there for their community, but is kind of struggling a little. Yeah. Do you mean like specifically right now with the the coronavirus or just in general? (laughs) I just made a funny face. I'm like, oh, so real. Um, (laughs) Probably just in general, because, you know, one day we're going to get past it. Yeah, you're right. You're one of each, one in general, or one right now, you know, with us being um, up front with the coronavirus. You know, um, I think, well, this one kind of goes to both. So I would just say, like, show up extra hard for your people right now, because, like, people are freaked out and like fear is like a real emotion like it's not just something that is made up so like you're and you're like I said your decisions are based on the feelings that you have and a lot of people are freaking out and getting scared and and hitting the panic button a little bit um which is fine totally valid but don't be one of those people that gets caught up in that this like what's happening right now is gonna pass and regardless of when it passes or like how it kind of goes goes about um let's say like the next three to six months right a lot of people are gonna their 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 fear takes over so much that they'll, they'll post less they'll um launch less they'll show up less on those stories what if you did the exact opposite what if this was actually the best thing to happen to your business instead of the worst? How would the things you prioritize, the strategies you take, the amount of people you start talking to, how would that change, right? Mm. And so I would just challenge you, like when you're trying to glow up in your business in general, to think about, okay, where you're at now and what like part of that feels like it's lacking, you know, like you feel like you're not really, like you said, showing up as much because you feel like you don't have the create creative juices or the time. Do you feel like you can't sell anymore because you're afraid no one will buy? Do you feel like you are, um, you're kind of like at this like creativity rut where you can't come up with new ideas? Like where are the places that you feel like you're kind of, um, you're really strong and you're lacking? And, and then double down on those both of those double down on the places where you're strong and double down on the places that you're lacking because this time of like kind of fear and uncertainty this is the time for leaders and and entrepreneurs to step into being experts and to step into supporting people and if that means like pivoting that's okay you know like if you have to pivot your launch or your business a little bit or your timeline there's nothing wrong with being a chameleon to the outside circumstances but don't disappear because what you're doing is like you're on an escalator going up and the second you stop moving is the second you get brought back down to the beginning Mm. like even if you're walking that's okay but imagine in six months if you get out of this and you were running up that escalator how far ahead 
how many people you could serve, how many eyes you could see you, how many potential clients you could have conversation, have had conversations with or booked in that time when you were showing up twice as hard for your community and for your followers. Um, so I would just be honest about the ways that you feel like you are um, kind of lacking. And then there's information out there to for everything, whether you want to start editing little video products, like product videos, whether you want to grow your email list or make your freebie, there's literally YouTube videos for absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. I would just say, make sure you focus on the doing and not just the learning because the learning's amazing, but it's not going to have any impact on you or your business until you actually implement action. And that's the biggest mistake. That's the biggest mistake that I see entrepreneurs, especially female entrepreneurs make is just not starting because they're scared or not trying because they're scared and, or because it's not perfect, you know, like recovering perfectionists that like here, like, but I, I totally get it, but messy action is still action and it's mm-hmm. still going to get you ahead than not trying at all. So just make sure that you are focusing on like, um, on action more than anything. It's awesome to learn, but it's just not going to have a real impact or splash or, or result in your business until you actually apply. So, um, maybe go back to the books that you read or the podcasts that you listen to and literally write down the things that you can do next. Mm-hmm. in order to like level up, um, in terms of your business. I love that, um, escalator, uh, analogy because I was thinking of like at the airport, this is the flat escalators where like you could be walking, you get on at the same time and people choose not to get on the escalator and you're literally going three times the speed yeah. across this long haul <laughs> to get to your, uh, your, your area. And it was just that really, that, that, became clear as day for me. So thank you. Uh, But now to wrap up, I just wanted to ask you, what is your glow up tip for the listeners and what plans do you have for Girls Guide for the rest of this year? Yay. Um, My glow up tip from, for the listeners is probably to just, um, or is definitely to just like re use this time and whatever time you're really listening to this, if you are having a slow season right now, use that slow season to tap back in and Mm. to realign with the purpose of your business, the dream of your business, the type of value that you're adding. Use your slow season as a slow season. And don't just work like like in your business, work on your business. Work on the things that you might not have a chance to do when things get crazy and up and running again. So really like realign with like why you're doing what you're doing and how that's not just serving your followers or your customers or your clients, Mm -hmm. but serving you. And what would, and if that was like 2X or 5X or 10X, what would that look like? And, and work on, like I said, just implementing the actual action Um, because Branding is amazing. Um, Creativity is amazing. But a lot of the business building activities are the things that are like kind of like put your head down and like go Mm -hmm. and do those first. Literally eat that frog first. Because like then no matter what happens, your business is going to be okay because you prioritize the things that actually move it forward, not just the things that you feel more comfortable with doing. 
Mm-hmm. And next for Girls Dad, we're really excited. We're launching our first products in April, like I mentioned. So one of them is going to be a time management product. It's like a personal development product. It's going to mm-hmm. be amazing. And we're awesome. selling it like a super, yeah, it's going to be, you'll love it. It's yeah. going to be like, I mean, it's going to be an insane deal. Um, and um, it's literally kind of like a one hour course rundown where you, we teach you how to organize your entire week and how to literally get more done in a day than you have in the last 10. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a huge time saver and energy saver for a lot of entrepreneurs out there. And then the other one is a um, private membership community. So it's the Girls Guide community. So we're launching a, a private app and and um, it's essentially going to be filled with monthly trainings, workbooks, action items, like experts that come in and teach you how to um, upgrade your Pinterest or how to edit in Canva for your PDF or how to grow your email yeah. list. Yeah. And there's actually going to be there's going to be the community aspect of it too. So we're going to be posting, we're going to be in there every day, but um, you can organize like, um, like the members by location or by expertise. So if you're like, Oh, I'm a podcast host and I need to like find like a couple more people who talk about like business growth, there's going to be a whole category where you can find them. Or if you're in Miami and you're like, Oh, I want to meet with some like girls for in free fellow entrepreneurs and talk about how we're going to like deal with this whole, you know, coronavirus stuff. You can yeah. By location, so yeah, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be twenty nine dollars a month, which is like insanely reasonable. We wanted to make it doable for any female entrepreneur. And Elizabeth, you're gonna literally be obsessed. This is like if you can can make up like a dream community, this is what it is. And women are just gonna it's really gonna level up a lot of women in terms of the support that they have in terms of the actions that they take and in in terms of like just leveling up um their business and their life so we're really super duper excited to be able to serve people like that yeah and it sounds like you guys have all the bases covered so i'm really excited to um hear and learn more about that in the coming weeks and congratulations um if the listeners want to connect with you and learn more where can they find you online yeah, so we are at girlsguide.co on Instagram and on our website. Thank you for hosting this podcast. This is amazing. And you're just such a light and like so enthusiastic. And that's why I'm like, oh my God, you're going to be like the biggest cheerleader in the community. <laughs> you're like everyone's biggest cheerleader. Yes, anyway. that's what I love. And that's why we're, we're here for in the platform. I love it. Awesome. I love it. You're doing an awesome job. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Glove Effect Podcast. If you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review. If you love this episode, please share with your friends and family and tell them to check out the Glow Up Effect. Lastly, if you don't already, please check me out on Instagram at the Glow Up Effect. 